Okay. <laughs> yeah, you like it? That looks good. Okay. Hey, you remember my conversation with Jane from video 22 when uh, she was interested to uh, to work with us for the startup she's starting? And uh, she, she was making a decision, she is still making the decision of uh, which way to go either for freelancers or for uh, full-time hiring or maybe for outsourcing. And now she keeps asking me questions and the question she's interested in right now is what to do with intellectual property when working with freelancers. She has concerns basically that freelancers are not full-time people, they, they are not on a full-time contract, they don't stay for a long time with the company, they come and go and uh, that's why there's a high possibility according to her to lose the intellectual property together with them. The source code, the business idea, maybe some sensitive data, everything. And I decided to record that video to answer the question. First of all, my main counter question is what's the big difference between freelancers and full-timers? There are still people, they have their contact details, they have their passports, they have all the information we need on the contract. We sign contracts with freelancers. So what's the big difference? If some of them actually steal something and um, let's say sensitive data or customer details, then you just go to the court and um, open the case and sue that person and, and, you know, and take the money back somehow if you can't do that. So what's the principal difference between uh, freelancers and full-timers? Maybe, Jane, you think that full-timers will be less into that activity of uh, stealing something from you. But I don't think that thinking has any grounds because people are people. If they see some reason to, uh, to get some profits outside of your startup and make some uh, illegal things, then uh, if there are people who are into that activity, then it doesn't matter what kind of contract you have with them, full-timers or freelancers, they will just do that thing uh, against your will. Uh, and then she's asking, uh, what about Xerocracy, who is involved when we work with freelancers? Because it's sort of a middleman between you, Jane, and freelancers. And that's true. So we are also involved. And we also can't do something illegal against your startup because your code goes through us. We see your code. Our robot controls the development. So we know what's going on. And we may do something illegal. But again, you have a contract with us. You know us. I mean, the company, you have all the paperwork and um, if we do something wrong, you go to the court. And here comes the main point of this video. Think it this way, Jane. If your programmers steal your idea and go somewhere else and implement that idea somewhere else, maybe taking your source code, maybe taking your customer details, doesn't matter. And it doesn't work for them. They just not get success. Their, their, their startup, which we start aside from you, will not get any success. Does it hurt you anyhow? Does it mean anything for you? Will you go after them and sue them? Those guys have no money, no progress, no success, nothing. So what's the point of even thinking about that? That is scenario number one. The scenario number two is that they go out, they steal your idea, they implement it in a new way, in a new startup, and they get <clears throat> successful. In that case, they get the money, they get the resources, they get the publicity, then go after them and sue them and get the money out of their pockets because they have something to pay you. Look at the situation with this uh, Facebook and uh, Winklevoss brothers. Exactly the same happened. When the Facebook was young and their startup was young, nobody worried about that. They were just, uh, nobody knew about them. And then all of a sudden their startup is not successful, Facebook is successful, and they came after Zuckerberg. 
And they sued the guy and they got $65 million out of Facebook. It's a win-win strategy for them. Their startup didn't win. The Facebook was successful. So they sued the Facebook and they got rich. I'm not saying doing nothing because they did something in the beginning. They created some idea. I don't know exactly uh, how much Facebook and Zuckerberg invested into the idea and how much they invested into it. It doesn't matter. But they didn't have success on their own. Facebook got success thanks to them or maybe not thanks to them. Doesn't matter. But they get the money from a successful competitor who was created legally or illegally on top of their ideas. If the same happens to you, Jane, you will be lucky. If you create a startup now, it doesn't get success. And then one of your programmers will take your idea and implement it somewhere else. And then it will get success. So you can sue that guy and take the money out of his pockets. In order for that to happen correctly, in order for, to protect yourself, you and all other startup founders should not worry about uh, preventing programmers from stealing the idea, from taking the data out, from, uh, from doing some damage to you. But instead, you should make sure that when that happens, when it happens and they get successful, you will have something to go to the court with. You need to prepare yourself to prove when that happens, that you were the author or co-author of the idea. How do you do that? You need to document everything you do in your company. Everything should be in writing, all the important decisions, not just face-to-face -face meetings, discussions, brainstormings, but you actually need to write down in documentation, what is the idea about? What are we doing here? What are we planning? What is the strategy? What's the vision of the company? What are the brainstorming results? What op options we discussed? And why we decided to go this way or the other way? Everything should be documented, which will prove in the court when they get success and you don't have it, that actually their results are based on research and development, which has been done inside your startup. They may go anywhere they want. They may copy your ideas. They may use some of your data. They, they may do whatever they want, but you will always know that if that happens and when that happens, when they get success, when they have the money, you will go after them and you will have enough proof to get uh, the piece of their success. That's the right strategy. Don't work against your programmers. Don't defend yourself from them. Instead, get yourself prepared for the future war if it happens. If it doesn't happen, it's okay. But if it happens, everybody will win. You will get your piece of share and they will get a successful business project. That's what I think about intellectual property. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Bye-bye.